Hello, Dennis. Hey, Stan. How are you today? I'm well, dude. I'm feeling like a million bucks. One, one million dollars? Well, I mean, I'll tell you two reasons why. One, I bought Lotto. I bought uh, the New York Lotto on Friday. Left them. Left the ticket in my truck. Well, no, when I bought, I bought it on Thursday. Left the ticket in my truck, right? So all weekend, I'm like, dude, if someone goes in my truck, it's like, oh shit, a lolly ticket. Let me see if this hit, and it hit. Like with my ticket, I'm finding whoever took it and like. Wait, someone went in your truck? No, I'm not saying these are the things going through my head. Like, yo, shit, fuck, I forgot my ticket to take it home to see. So I went home on Friday. Friday. Wait, wait, the work truck. Yeah, yeah. So I bought a lottery ticket on Thursday, getting coffee. And then I went home, you know, I hung out my, I've been working storm, right? Because we got kind of crushed with some weather. Wow. So I haven't seen my kids, uh, you know, all week. So I was like, you know what? I don't have them this weekend. I'll take off Friday. I'll take them Thursday night, hang out with them kind of make up a little bit, you know? Um, so, you know, going to pick up my kids, I just forgot to grab my ticket out of my truck. So I'm like, man, if someone goes in my truck or uses my truck and sees the lottery ticket down on the ground, I'm like, oh shit, let's, oh, Friday, let me see if these numbers work. And like it hit, and then show up on work like on Monday, or Tuesday, today rather. You think that's something someone would be like, oh, I'm stealing this, was a lottery ticket? A 50-50, you know? Yeah, I guess so. Like, imagine, I mean... But, man, did, did you guys get hit with some fucking weather in New York? The flooding, that the videos I saw, seemed pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, Long Island wasn't as bad as, like, New York City and New Jersey. Realistically, that's a thing. Say one day it just started raining and it didn't stop. Mm. Long Island's done. Florida's done. Yeah. Like, immediately. Like, within days. Done. Like, all the sewage and shit, all the sewage would flood, all the streets would flood, the sea levels yeah. would rise, everything would be fucked in days. Hours, maybe. Even, like, I... Hours, but that, yeah. Well, wait, no, that's a, that, probably one the, full one full day of rain. I don't know about maybe one, maybe two, maybe I was saying hours, like meaning like forty eight hours. I mean, I guess it depends on how hard it rained, right? Yeah. And these are things I think of about. Like sometimes I'm like, should I just have a kayak just just in case? We need to you get know? That. We need to get that person on the podcast, whoever would have that answer. We should we should you know, that, watch Doomsday Preppers. That and wouldn't, then, be, wouldn't be a weatherman. Who the fuck would that be? I think I just shoot a shot at a doomsday prepper. I wouldn't imagine they're super busy, right? No. Maybe. Or have mean? a ton of fans where they're not available to talk for um, 20 minutes. I would think they might be if they're a real, a, if they're a, a, a legit doomsday fa- prepper. they have a ton of fans or like a ton of people who want to talk to them? Uh, why are you lowballing doomsday preppers? There might be some big ones out there. Superstars in the game. I I don't know, but in my head, doomsday preppers—it's a real thing. What do you mean? 
doomsday preppers are like, hey man, oh you're at my restaurant, oh whatever you want, on the house. Hundred percent, probably the same as UFC. Probably smaller, smaller scale, but I'm saying same as UFC in the sense that if someone recognizes you and they're like, oh my god. You're that guy. No, this isn't a doomsday prepper show, but name one doomsday prepper. I don't know, but I also, okay. I can, it's also one of those things. How many TikTokers can you name? Okay. I know there's some girl that got her own show on Hulu. And these are way smaller scales. That's a way smaller scale, obviously. But, right. But yeah, did you watch uh, Derek, your boy Derek Brunson? Hang on. So real quick, we're talking about flooding, right? So... I'm headed, so I need to see, I got a wedding this weekend, right? Uh, my homie Joe Rios is getting married. Shout out to Joe Rios. Shout out to Joe Rios. Um, so I'm like, man, I need a suit. And the Puerto Rican in me, last minute, let me try and get a suit and get it tailored. I still have to get it tailored. So I hit up my guys over at SRG, and they hooked it up, dude. I got like an $800 suit. Like, I'm looking money, right? So they close at, I, I'm speaking to them while I'm at work. I'm like, yo, I get out of work at three. I work in Hicksville. I'll shoot you away. He's like, all right, cool. I didn't realize how early they closed. Yeah. So my boy, Anthony drove me. He's got a nice little Mercedes, whatever. But he's like, hey, I need to go, I'm gonna go home, get changed. I'm like, all right, cool. But he goes home, take a shower, then get changed. So instead of being at his house for 10 minutes, we're there probably half hour, which I didn't realize how much is cutting into my shit. Oh, so your boy Anthony is who killed you. No, he didn't know, and I didn't know either. Man, you know where you need to go where I'm in Florida? You need to go to Great South Bay. Oh, where? Yeah, you don't think you need to do? We haven't gone and gotten some product from a sponsor that now we're drinking. What are you drinking? Sour Monkey, triple, sour triple. Yeah. I saw these tall boy big waves, and I was like, man, I'm going to go for that. All right, anyways, so we're driving. I'm already late, right? So the place closes at 445. My ETA is 448. So I'm like, and we're already like halfway there. I'm like, shit, making phone calls. Like, hey, man, is it cool that I'm like going to be like a little late? Like, uh, whatever. Long story short. Me and Anthony hit hard traffic, and my 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 dude Ryan uh, uh, Reno at SRG Fashion is like, dude, do you know there's crazy traffic? And I was like, yeah, I'm seeing it now. He's like, Biden's in town. Yeah, he was coming to look at the devastation of the flooding. So, so ready for this? I, so when he said Biden's in town, I was like, okay, that sucks. And Andy's like, oh, you know what? It's September 11th coming. He's probably here for that. No. And then my boy's like, no, he's not here for that. He's here for he's looking at the flooding. Like, dude, you're like a week late. Yeah. Like, it's already fixed. It's already like, what are you, what are you looking at? We live, we live on an island. Shit's going to happen from time to time, and the waters recede. Anthony's, like, that would have made, that made more sense to me way more sense like you know what september 11th new york city it's this weekend that made so much more sense like you know what that's what a president should do go to the uh ground zero you know represent the country 
No, he's coming for flooding that happened and is gone and anyways, maybe late, but my guys over at SRG hooked it up, waited for me, and I'm in a six suit for this weekend. Shout out to SRG. We will put the suit I'll be wearing up on the page. It's a good looking suit. Yeah, we will. Uh, sorry, but... that was my rant. Uh, no, but SRG Fashion. Still, this past weekend. SRG Fashions, that's who dressed us so sharply for the event that we did when we did the ring announcing and the commentary Yeah, back in the day. And then, uh, yeah, they'll always have you looking good. So shout out to our friends at SRG Fashions. Always a place where if you're in New York and you need a suit, that's where you're going. If you're, yeah, if you're in New York City, Long Island. I'd imagine you can probably go online too. With the way they do things virtually now, they're probably getting used. Yes, they do have a good website. But yeah, the stream on OBS just collapsed. I don't know why. So we're we still live. No, we're still recording, but we're not live. Where's uh? Hector? So you got the show tonight? Hector should be coming in a moment. But even there, you know what we need to do that we never do is we. And I wanted to start it at the very beginning of the episode, and I wanted Menace to even say it. We never tell people to like, subscribe, and share. Our podcast. I don't think we've ever said it once. And then I watch every you other. You don't want to be bossy. Yeah, but then I watch every other YouTuber or yeah. streamer or content creator, and that's what they now, do. Now, what are we? Are we UFC guys? Are we MMA guys? Are we YouTubers? Are we podcasters? Um, are we all above? I like to think that we're all above. And obviously, I you know idolize and look up to people like Dave Portnoy and people like that that can like transcend, even. I could fucking snowball into that. We'll get back to Derek Brunson, but someone like your boy Jake Paul. What the fuck? What I, the fuck? I think I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Million, one million percent, yes. The same way that I think, uh, what's his name said it to us? Cracker Zach said, you guys got to get on the train. He's been saying it for a minute. So I think Woodley won the verbal jousting, if you will, between them. Okay. But the moments that he had that were amazing was when Woodley was like, you talking to my mom? He was like, yeah, he is, bitch. Do something. Do something about it, bitch. And he started chiming in Woodley's ear like a little brother or like, you know, just a fucking. Who, who's he? Jake Paul. Was whispering in Woodley's ear? When Woodley had the moment. I missed the whole mama debate stuff. When he had that moment when it was like, yo, you're talking to my mom and that whole thing. He basically called Woodley out on it and was like, yeah, go ahead. Why don't you do something? Do something about it. You ain't going to do shit, bitch, and whatever he was saying. And Woodley led to doing nothing. So right there. He flexed and didn't – he barked and didn't bite. Yes. Yes. So right there I went, all right, I'll check that one for Jay Paul because he kind of called him out right there. But then he got – I wanted Woodley to win, but even that moment of when Woodley was like, how many people in your neighborhood dress like you do? That was the greatest moment of the thing for me because he like, and he was like, exactly, you got nothing to say, nothing. You jacking my culture, whatever the fuck he said. Now, the thing is. Did you watch the fight? Jake? Yeah, I did. I I mean, I, I missed like the first five rounds because my computer was being weird or something. I don't know. He threw six fucking punches. 
in some of those rounds. Now, is there any chance like Floyd was like, hey, this is how you win fights? Floyd told who that? <laughs> Tyron? What, you don't throw punches? Yo! Uh, Mayweather beat uh, Connor and didn't throw any punches? Yeah, but no, nah, he threw more and he walked him down and made Connor work earlier. Where Woodley was almost like cutting angles and getting there. And then it's like, okay, here we go. Here we go, Tyron. Oh, he didn't throw, let it go. He didn't punch. All right, here we go. Here we go. I saw from, I think, round five on. Here we go. Here we go, Tyron. Here we go. Oh, all right. He didn't throw the punch. Yeah. And then just every time that he tried to, like, then start getting off, he landed those one or two punches. He would back off, like... And then afterward, I thought clearly Jake Paul won. I gave Woodley maybe two rounds. You? Like I said, I think I saw from round five on. I saw uh, Jake putting more volume on Tyron. What wins But fights? I saw Tyron went landing bigger punches in those later rounds because that's all I saw. If you're not knocking someone down or knocking someone all over the ring for the entire round, what wins fights? Volume. What happened in that fight? You knocked them around one round. That was great. And what I saw, what I saw is Jake Paul was exhausted. Exhausted. Imagine if Tyron threw high volume. All he needed to do was throw. So even that. Anything, really. Jake Paul showed that he was more experienced in a boxing realm and was able to draw out his strengths versus Tyron's. And he was able to stick and move versus getting into a dogfight with them. And I just, I don't, I don't get it because people are like, well, it's Tyron's first boxing match. Like, no, motherfucker. Not you at all. boxed. Like, I've hopped in the ring with Algeri for fucking three rounds in a row. And like, that's the only thing I had on my side was volume on the man. Yeah. But you saw when they were both moving, Woodley looked better. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, this guy's crossed. Like, I almost, we need to get Algeria on because I'm watching it and I'm like, his technique is fucking terrible. What's our. Uh, Jake Paul. Yeah. It is, but here's the thing it's terrible for a fourth level pro. I'd be like, who the fuck's son is this? Who's this opponent? Who's he fighting? But he's fighting. Woodley's a legit guy. Perfect. Well, Perfect. I, uh, Ariel Hawaii kept saying it. He was like. I mean, I think Tyron held down the MMA community for being 39. No. Tyron Woodley's 39, and I thought he, I don't think he should have his head down. He's 39. He did a good job tonight. Like, he just kept, like, he's 39. He's 30, like, kept just throwing the excuse out there. He's 39. I'm going to need you. 39. I'm actually going to be, that's going to be one of those numbers. I'm going to be like, menace. I just need to harass this guy a little bit. I'm going to need Woodley's number, and I just need to keep hitting him up. Because I need him to come on. I need to be like, did you watch the fight, Tyron? Do you think you should have thrown more punches? Like, could you have thrown more punches? Like, he came at – like, he did one thing that – I cornered someone one time. I won't name them. And after the fight, he lost a decision. And after the fight, he got into a fight with someone in the crowd. And I was the bigger cornerman, so I would have had to fight this fucking guy. So I started saying to him, like, shut the fuck up. And he started screaming, I got more for you. I got more left right now. And that made me snap because I was like, what do you mean? Why didn't you let it go in the fight? You're the loser tonight. You could have let it go in the fight. You have more to fight. Why didn't you 
You took it, you coasted in the third round when you could have won the fight. And that just had me like thinking Woodley right after the fight. Woodley was, I got no marks on my face. I wasn't even tired in there. It was like, cause you weren't throwing uh, any, yeah, you weren't throwing any punches, bro. Like that you was, dude, that was so funny when Logan was like, you're all news. I was like, oh my God. Now, does he get a rematch? Yeah, I don't know why. The OBS keeps crashing, but I'll keep it on uh, just recording. But Does uh, he get a rematch? Does he get a rematch? I don't he think he wants it. So bad. Bro. Get the tattoo. Get the tattoo and we'll have a rematch. Deal. Bet. No. The whole MMA community was like, no. No, Tyrone. I mean, in no. all honesty, I'm I'm getting the tattoo too for another payday. I'm getting the tattoo as well, and then after the second fight, I'm getting it covered with like my mom's name or something. I don't know. I know that's the thing. You can just get it covered, but another man's fucking. I don't know about that. I love Jay Paul. I guess for the payday, but even there. Let's get into that. Real, one real quick glance over it from an ethical standpoint. Because I watched, leading up to this fight, I watched a thing with Ben Askren. And Ben Askren sat in the back of the Triller event. And he was like, the bad thing is in this event, he's like ethical for my kids that watch this. And he's like, you know, I got kids at home and kids that I train in wrestling that are going to watch this. And their parents are going to be like, what the hell is this? Ben, like, you know, I mean, ultimately, we'd all do it. But greed. Ben went out there for greed and took that embarrassing loss to Jake Paul. Like that's like I was just watching like the build up to this fight. Is that what he said in his own words or is this your spin on it? My spin on it. In okay. that in that he was saying how this Triller event's going to look to his kids. It's like you showed and no disrespect to Ben Askren. Well, Astrid, this was but, Showtime. Yeah, no disrespect to Ben Askren, but Ben Askren showed kids that who cares how embarrassing it's going to be and how shitty you're going to look. Have no shame, go get the bag. Kind of, kind of, because then Woodley in another kind of did the same thing and was like, I'm just in this for the payday. I did take it seriously, but then he went out there and fought like, you know, there's no realm where Tyron Woodley and Jake Paul are on the same skill. Are you going to say this? I don't care how many people are going to say he's a great boxer. Well, you keep seeing the meme where Tyron did fucking clock him and he's in the ropes and he was like, Tyron, remember the script. Otherwise, you get nothing. <laughs> I didn't see that one. But is, you didn't see that meme? No, I didn't see that one. Oh, man. Could Jake Paul be a good boxer, great boxer? Eventually, possibly. He's is, got a great body. Is, like, he, uh, is for, he a good boxer right now? Yes. He's a big boy. Is he a good boxer? Yes. He's a great amateur level boxer right now. He's a good amateur, a solid amateur right now. Woodley was a world champion. Woodley's a fucking super athlete. He just did not perform. Now, if Woodley, I'm going to go back a little bit. If Woodley and Jake Paul were the same age, I don't think Jake Paul touches him. I do think age was a little bit of a factor. Bro, I was watching that fight, and then I watched other people's like reactions to it. And at least I wasn't alone. I was like, just fucking throw, Woodley. Like, just throw. Yeah. Even at the point when you're saying, like, you saw Jake Paul was tired. 
he didn't throw. One of my favorite reactions was Michael Bisping. Michael Bisping maybe had a couple drinks or something. Michael Bisping was like, oh my God. He's like, I'll beat the shit out of both of these brothers. Same thing that I've seen Belfort say, but Bisping said it funnier. He was like, I'll beat the shit out of both of these guys in the same night. You know, like him and the brother. And then I think he even said Woodley. Like he was like, all these guys, like what the hell was going on in there? Like, and he would. He was like, come on, Tyron. Like, what are you doing? And he said yeah. the same thing. He's like cutting angles and finding traps and setting things up and then just getting there and being like doing the same thing he – A faint. And remember right before the fight, I said to you, there's no way he's going to lose because of who he's lost to. He lost to – now you add Jake Paul to that fucking list. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. But like we both said. We're fans. I mean, we got to give it up to the guy. The guy is fucking tough. I'm a fan of his trolling. I'm a fan of the trolling. So he had the Or big- do you think there's a script to this? Did do you, you think everybody's big- like, yep, okay. How much? Four million? Okay, yep, I will. Did you see the big robot that he had with him? He always has it. But he had the big robot at the weigh-ins. He had Nate Marquardt knocking out Woodley on the robot. Oh, wow. I didn't see that. So when Woodley at the thing looked at the robot, he saw Nate Marquardt knocking him out and probably went like, fuck this kid. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Okay. Okay. And then just, you know, the whole thing. The whole thing. Woodley won the verbal jousting and then I saw a video and it got me hyped. I bought the wolf tickets where Woodley said, he's like, you thought I was playing around the whole time? He's like, nah, I've been training. I was in Miami the whole time training. I was like, okay, I like this. I like this. Did, he looked in great shape. Didn't throw any punches. Didn't throw any punches. I was baffled by that. I was like, "Wow, wow!" And yeah, not even, I don't know. not even. I'm like so had- glad. Yo, you know what? So I was all about Tyron Woodley. I'm like, "Yo, this is my guy. This guy's a knockout king. He lost his last four fight to fucking killers. He's still a killer himself, right?" Yeah. And then a day before his weigh-ins, he drops a rap album. I'm like, or not a rap, a rap song. I'm like, really, dude? Why can't you just focus on fucking one fight and get the bag? Yeah. That's in that moment. I was like, dude, this dude just trying to get publicity to fucking sell his fucking music. And I wrote to a few people. I said, I got Paul. I couldn't put the money down on it, but. Yeah. I I was just baffled by that whole thing. Like, what the fuck, Tyron? But then we'll, all right, back to, I mean, what happens? So here, good combo to have. What happens next for Jake Paul? Get John in here. Why is he gonna? No, I just told him. uh, I gave him a timeline. He so I'm driving back from getting my suit from SRG Fashions, and I'm on Instagram, and he's like, "Dude, I want to come on your show." And I was like, "We're doing a show tonight." And here we are. And here we are. Doing a show tonight. So Brunson Till. I didn't see the fight. I uh, was in uh, Riverhead camping, being outdoors. Uh, but I did see the final results. 
Um, you saw the fight, Stan. Which fight? Oh, Brunson. Um, yeah, I was saying to you before we went on air, it literally was like a throwback, like as if Brunson forgot how to strike and Till forgot how to grapple. Now, on that, obviously they both know how to strike. Obviously, they both know how to grapple. But Till has pretty sharp striking. He's very long. He's very straight with his punches. Where Brunson's a little more hood with it. He's a little more wild, a little more. But it's been cleaned up. For sure. Yeah. And he wrestles a lot more now. Like, it's a different game that he's going out with. But, yeah. So Brunson lost the str- the stand-up, but when he took it to the ground, bro, he was just Till getting- couldn't wrestle himself out of a wet paper bag. Till couldn't wrestle, Till couldn't grapple, Till doesn't know how to do jiu-jitsu. I was like, how did he get this high in the rankings? Did no one figure this puzzle out? I guess Woodley did, and then no one else... His takedown defense was right. good. Right, Woodley tapped him out too. Yeah, Woodley dropped him with a punch. His takedown defense was good, but his overall... Well, he's a big, strong guy. It His takedown defense was good in spurts. His grappling was atrocious. Maybe he was tired. I hope he's better in the gym, but he did not look good. Did not look good. Yeah, I mean, Till has the markability package. He's got the language. He's got the accent. He's not fucking the ugliest man you've ever seen. Oh, so you didn't watch the fights, even um, Khalil Roundtree. Did you see that thing? Mm-mm. He, he was working with the Hickman brothers. I don't know where he is now because I know, like, Thailand was shut down with COVID and whatnot. He threw, like, that oblique kick, like the stomp to the cat, to the knee. You didn't see this. There weren't memes all over the internet about it. I wasn't at my phone. Let me see. No. Like, I don't know the final diagnosis. What fight was he? Khalil Roundtree, he fought some guy. He, like, blew out the guy's knee, blew out, like, his LCL, all the guy's shit with, like, a sidekick. Or a, a kicked his knee kick. backwards? Kicked his knee backwards, dropped the guy, and the guy screamed out in pain. The referee stopped the fight. And then the UFC doctors on spot were like, yeah, his knee's completely shot. Oh, I know this. I know the guy. Yeah, you know the guy. Yes. That's pretty badass. Because you, you – is he the first guy to do actually stop a fight by kicking the knee backwards? It's one of the first ones I remember. John Jones did a lot to kind of check people. I've used it in sparring. I've used it in fights. I've seen it a lot, but I've never seen it actually, like, blow someone's shit out. Bro, the way it happened, it looked nasty, and then even on the replay – it didn't look as nasty, but it just landed. I just saw him, the UFC showed him going into, in the back while he was in the, in like the uh, ambulance chair or whatever. Yeah. He's like, hey man, like good fight. Da, 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 da. I mean, he got 
his knee kicked back, so I guess it was one of those fucking things where he, uh, you know, you're talking about him or you're talking about Khalil? Khalil. Oh, you saw him walking back. Why they weren't showing? Walking the knee. back to say like, "Hey, man, good fight to his opponent." Oh, maybe. I don't know. That's what they said on, on site. They said his knee was fucked up, but I didn't uh, follow back up with it. Did you see Conor McGregor at all? So he's fucking gone mad. Apparently, you didn't see. Maybe like we haven't. We didn't do a show last week because the storm. But he was tweeting with Poirier a couple yeah. weeks ago. So now he had more. He was also tweeting with uh, Michael Bisping. Bisping. He got into a fight with Bisping. He got into a fight. So DC, he got into a fight with. He called DC fat and said he was drunk. He got into a fight with Bisping, said whatever about Bisping. He got into more fights with Poirier, and then he was having words with uh, Nate Diaz. You didn't see this? I, I mean, I saw three of the four. He was like, when I see you, you're dead. He's like, it's on. Fight three is going to happen in the streets next time I see you. And what, then just, what do you think is going on with my man? And then the best thing is Connor then wrote, I mean, not Connor, Nate then wrote, get some friends, bro. Don't you have any friends? Oh, there we go. We got Hector joining us. Yikes. Hector. Hector, what's going on, big dog? What's up, everybody? What is going on? Hold on a second. Can Give me turn, one second. Can you turn your one phone, too? One second. Real quick, we'll wait for uh, Hector. Patty Pimblet. Oh, my God. Did you see that fight? Hype train that that kid is almost got derailed right there but the kid showed like iron whiskers and will Dennis Bermudez-esque will yeah because I, I they were they've been hyping this guy up before they even like signed him I'm like dude what is going on here he, he has the accent you know he has that whole thing then I wrote before he fought like before Wayne, I was like Gregor beat the shit of this guy and hop on the hype train here. Take, steal his hype train. Bro. Gregor Moll's that guy. I'm back. Ching, ching. Coffee. Stealing. Yeah. What do you got? You got some... I got some coffee, baby. That real Miami coffee. Uh, decaf. Hector, can we get you to turn your decaf. phone? Can we get you to turn your phone sideways? There we go. Hector Lombard, welcome back to Menace and the Man, our political correspondent. What's going on, baby? How are Hector, you, brother? We were talking about your guy earlier, uh, Biden. What? Don't talk to me about this fucking guy. And oh, even Josh, come on, man, you know better than that. I know. I'm just kidding, with you, big dog. Oh, I don't even. I don't even want to talk about politics with anybody. Oh, that's so great! Because remember, you used to come on the show and be like, "I just want to talk about politics." I know, yeah. but it, it became it became buying me buying me on my ass. Oh, he killed it! He killed it for everybody. But even congrats on that recent win. I was at that fight when you hit Joe Riggs in the eye. Stop that shit! Amazing performance, bare knuckle champion. Now, congrats. And so many people say that I, I, I poke I poke the guy in the eye. What the fuck? No, I was screaming in the crowd. That was a punch, and then they showed it on the replay, and I was like, "Yes, thank you." 
The man. Finally, finally, I have I have people, you, you guys, and the MMA roster. I've always been fair with me. Oh, for sure. We're big Hector Lombard fans. We always support Hector. And bro, Hector. hey Hector, so wait, 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 Menace, the guy that he punched after the fight. What was that? What did that guy say to you? First of all, the guy is the clown. Clown. He came up to me on the line at the fight. Bro, you see Damn, this guy's attitude? Everybody talks about this guy's attitude. I don't even know why Bernardo had this fucking guy in the roster. He was hustling everybody. He was hustling all my friends. And I'm like, don't worry about it. You know, just don't worry about it. And then he came to my face. So I already, I'm already... You're pumped up. You just got a fist fight. I'm already annoyed by the motherfucker. The motherfucker grabbed my belt the day before the wings and make a post, and it's funny. He he's already taller than me, okay. And I can't care less if you're taller than me or not, because at the end of the day, he he's a joke. You know, he has no money. He's a broke ass motherfucker. And then on top of that. He, he is the nobody. And that's what mattered to me. I can care less about the hype, right? And uh, he, he he cropped he cropped the picture so he can make me look a little bit smaller, all right? A little bit shorter. He cropped the picture and then he, you know, holding the belt saying like, I am the real champion. And no, you're not. Wait, after you punched him? Or no, that was at the wings the day before. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I thought, I thought he was the sec- he was at the weigh-ins on stage and shit. I thought he was a security guard. I thought he worked for Bare Knuckle and was like, yeah, a fucking this guy, guy was just staring at me like he was the guy who was going to find me. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, oh, he's a security where's he guard. come from? Where's he trained, bro? This guy is just the biggest clown. I remember this guy back in the days that he he came to me for an autograph. I'm talking about a long time ago. And I'm like, I'm looking at him, right? Because he asked me for an autograph with, with the attitude. I'm like, <laughs> all right. Right? A fucking guy. Then Fuck you, Hector Lombard. <laughs> then he asked me for a picture. Hey, bro, let, let's take a picture, man. Be fed. And now, take a look at this clown. Three and six in MMA. Three wins, six losses in MMA, fighting bumps. No, like you, you you fall top of the top, top of the top of the full yeah. shit. He fought bumps in small little ass shows. Bro, you are relevant. Nobody gives a fuck about you. Bro, and then Hector, at that show. You- yeah, but Hector, what did he say to you before you were like, boom, boom. Bro, then he was fed up by the guy. I'm already fed up by the guy because he cropped the picture and made me look like, listen, you you know how motherfuckers are when it comes to hype. They just want to pull you down. They want to, oh, look how little this guy is. I can care less, but, you know, that doesn't bother me. What bothers me is his intentions, right? And then he cropped the picture and he posed the bell saying, I am the real champion, not of these clowns. As a matter of fact, Joe Ricks, it's a legend in the sport, all right? Yes. And he's been calling him out. And I believe 
I believe I'm hundred percent sure that Joe Riggs will, will kill this fucking clown. Oh, Joe Riggs will kill that guy. For sure. But I'm already fed up by it. And then when he jumped in the ring, I'm already like, dude, don't even come close. So I put my hand. So don't don't cross. Don't cross the line. Don't cross the line. I put my hand and he over and now I just I just gotta give it to you. <laughs> Two piece, real quick. And now then, the thing is, if if Tyron Woodley was more like Hector Lombard, when Jake Paul said something about his mom, it would have been on. And wait, Menace, that's exactly where I was going. At the one show, he beats Joe Riggs, wins a belt, hits the guy at the post fight, hits the guy right after that, and then the next show, he has smoke with Woodley. What happened here? I because that's our that's our forte. That's where we're like, oh, we want that tea. Woodley was trying to steal your side Woodley, I know that. I know that. Look, listen. People don't even know why my career, why my career, I went downhill. Okay, I had so much drama with you know with females and and, and, and you know and then all that shit. Listen, listen, you're the Latino heat. It's hard to keep the mama seaters off you. Right. <laughs> so I had so much I had so much drama. And then on top of that, I bought my mom from Cuba. And all that at the same time. It was it was like crazy. So that's where that's why, you know, I couldn't, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine, right? Yesterday, last night. And he said to me, like, bro, I can't even train. You know, I've been fighting with my girlfriend. And it's been about four or five nights. Like, we argument. I can barely eat. I'm, a, you know, and I'm like, bro, you have no idea. But all I can tell you is if you have those kind of drama, somebody have to go. Whether it's your career or it's the girl. But you don't want to have two. And thinking like both gonna work because it won't. Right. Whether you get your girlfriend or whether you get your fighting. But you cannot have a girlfriend bagging you while you fighting. Because you in the Daniel sport. I'm so impressed with all the drama that I have at that time when I was fighting in the USC that I didn't die in the fight because I wouldn't go to the fight. And I don't I'm not sure if you'd be in that situation. <laughs> But I wasn't even focusing the fight. I was just focusing the drama and the court cases and this Hold and up. that. It was yeah. fucking horrible. So all these guys, Taro Woolley, Ben Aspring, you know, they all came to ATT because I was kicking us. And he just kind of like came up and said, like, hey, bro, you know, you're a big guy. You know, you're a big dog, man. We all came because you blah, blah, blah. Obviously, they're going to deny that now. And I felt like this guy was my friend. Yeah, your training partner. You, you, you know what the thing is? Like, the people you punch in the face and you sweat on and you, like, try to hurt become, like, your best friends. You guys share so much. You learn so much about each other. It's weird, right? You're trying to fuck each other up, but it's like, you're my guy. Bro, that guy. Like, that guy I know you got my back. It's weird because we're helping each other by kicking the fuck out of each other. Especially when it comes to that department, that guy is well known as a piece of shit. Everybody knows that, you know. And even yeah, I know. at that time, you were a guy. 
in the gym at American Top Team. Hector has always been a guy. But I'm saying even at that time for Woodley to come into the gym. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like I know Woodley was a ATT affiliate or something, but Hector was there. Uh, I was the big dope, I think. I was the big dope, I think. And then he was always like being nice to me from behind my back. Because I wrote all the messages. I read it all. The amount of shit that this guy was talking. You had no idea. About you. He but, was, oh, wait, wait. Oh, no, don't tell me that. Tell me Woodley's the guy who was to talk shit about the guy to get to the girl. He was doing that game. Uh, you know how that cool? That's the worst play. That's the worst play. <clears throat> Oof. That's the worst play. Listen, I know mine if you, I know mine if he, the girl, for some reason, she likes you. Go ahead. But don't try to bash me. They don't try to fool me down. They don't try to always talking about me. When all you want to do is hit the girl. You know what I'm saying? And then, my opinion, my opinion, my opinion. Can I give you my opinion? Let's get. Let's hear. We keep it real here, Hector. Hit us with it. Let me ask you. Let me ask you guys a question. Okay. okay. Let's suppose. That you 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 know the guy, you know some guy. Changes. Let's suppose, like you know some guy, and you've been always talking about that guy with that girl because you want to bang the girl, right? Okay. That guy comes to your mind. Truth be told, is there any other reason that, to talk to That girl? guy is going to come to your mind. <laughs> that guy, you thinking about that guy all the time. Now, ready for this. Hang on. I'm going to play devil's advocate, right? Let's say he was talking shit, whatever. Does his thing, right? And it's like, hey, Hector, listen, I told so-and-so this and this about you so I could bang. Is that just, I just want to give you a heads up that I did that. Let me ask you a question. My opinion is like I, I I should feel like I don't really I, believe it. I just told him that so I can hit. Feel, first of all, I should feel like he like guys, okay? Because you have to you have to have an attraction for a guy to be so intense talking about that guy every day, and then he try to hit the girl, try to hit on the girl. You have to like that guy, and and listen, um. I got no problem with with, with with homosexuals. I have a ton of a ton of guys that are homosexuals. I have no problem with that. But just open up and say. Oh, so we think Woodley, you think Woodley might have had like the man crush going on with you. He was Oh yeah, hundred percent. Okay. He gotta be. That's why I wanna beat him up. So now I wanna be and, and, and look, listen. If you are honest, you say like, hey, listen, you know, I'm 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 gay. Um I have a crush, and I said, like, listen, you know, I don't, I don't really into guys, you know, but I will give the respect, you know what I'm saying? And I have no problem because I have a lot of friends that are homosexuals, right? But if you sneak it that way, then we have a problem. Oh yeah. So yeah, Woodley did you dirty. So now Woodley might get the smoke. Real quick, hang on, let me cut you off, Stan. Uh, when Tyron. Fought Jake Paul. Who did you think was gonna win, and who did you want to win? Like I said before, um, a lot of people 
underestimate the guy. The guy is strong. The guy is athletic. <laughs> I say with Ben Astrid, he's going to carry Ben Astrid. When it came with Taro, I say he's going to beat Taro. And then I want him to win. Of course, I want the other guy to win. I didn't want Taro to win. <laughs> I'm honest, true. This is all. I'm the honest motherfucker you ever met in your life. Facts. First of all, because I do want to fight at one point, Jake. He and don't want second, that. And second, if he, would have, if he would have win the fight, then he would got to have another fight. Whether he's another Jake Paul second or whether he's with somebody. And then I would be out of the picture. But now that he lose that fight, I have very, very close hope that he's going to be no man's next fight, but he's going to be the second next fight. And the reason why is because people think like a million dollars is a lot of money, but it's not. It's not. Well, no one knows exactly how much he made, right? Let's suppose you make $2 million. Okay. Well, I'm going through the roof, okay? That is not a lot of money. You pay no, almost half no, you pay almost half of that in taxes. Jake Paul has a lot of money, right? No, he does. He does. What if Jake Paul was like Hector? <sighs> I need you, I'll give you four million, you take a fall. I don't see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy's going down face first. But I don't see that really happening in a fight, though. No, I don't think that happened. I think Woodley just did. I, I don't either. I'm just saying it is a real thing. Because the thing is, and I've said this a couple times, I said this when he fought Ben, and I'm, I'm going to say it again when he fought Astrid or uh, Tyron, is if Ben won... Jake's done. There's no. I mean, yes, he can still have some more fights, but he can charge more for the next fight. He beat Tyron or Tyron. If Tyron won, no one's. You know, no one wants to pay to watch Tyron fight somebody else, but people want to pay a lot of money to watch Jake Paul fight someone else. So, like, if it went the decision, I knew Jake Paul was going to win. But also seeing, you know, the fight, like. Tyron didn't throw punches. Like, that's how you win fights, throwing punches. So, Bro, listen. I have I have my inside that can. And, and, and to be honest, everybody that came out impressed, you know, that he did that good. Who, Woodley or Jake? Woodley. Oh, everyone thought he was going to get fucked up worse. Yeah, like the guy has no balance, he had no reflexes, he's got no, nothing. Like, he lost it all. Yeah, that was a thing. I'm talking fight. about my guys, my guys, I got a bunch of guys in that game. They told me like, bro, this guy's done. I don't even know why he's fighting. It was almost as if Jake's people, his coaches or whoever, <laughs> they were like, perfect opponent. Biggest name Guy's on the tail end. He's not going to even throw punches. He's not going to put out the volume that he's capable of. You know what I mean? Like Hector, you at your last bare knuckle fight. I know you were sick a little bit, right? You were under the weather. You were, you were exhausted. I lost pneumonia. 
you were throwing punches. Like you at the end of the fight, you were breathing heavy. Like that was something I was saying to Menace right before you came on. I was fucked up. That's yeah, why but- at the wing, that at the wing, I didn't even want to be without shit because I was so fucked up. Yeah. But you were like, in the really fight, in the fight, dying, dri- dripping with sweat, throwing punches, letting it go. Woodley, at the end of the fight, was like, I'm good. Look at my face. Look at me. I look like I, I'm good. What do you mean? You should have been fucking putting yourself in there. Like, he didn't even, he barely went, you know? He didn't go. For that really high level of an athlete. Yeah, for that high level of an athlete, six punches of a round, six punches around doesn't cut it. Doesn't cut it. But guys, if you really take a look, he's never been a guy that throw a lot of combinations in his fights. What he does is he KO you with one punch, but he never been annoying a guy that he throw a lot of combinations. He's fluid. He's like you know busy. It's never been that guy. Never. That he had power at the time. That he KO you with one punch and stuff like that because he was physically strong. Yeah, I can. Yeah, but that was that was, that was five years ago, right? Well, that's what I mean with perfect opponent. Woodley was the perfect opponent. Where Woodley, on paper and in reality, Woodley, you should win this fight. You're a better combat sports athlete. You should win this fight. But those weird intangibles of he's gun shy and he's just not going to fucking throw. He's afraid to get tired, kind of like just something played into that fight. And now Jake Paul undefeated, but Hector Lombard might be the guy to fuck him up. So I want to, yeah, but he where is he at now? Oh, we he gotta don't want put that. that video up there. He's put that no, he's yeah, you up. So Hector, we're gonna grab our friend Jonathan DeBella for a few minutes. You want to stay, or you want to let? We'll let you go. What do you want to do? Yeah, I stay. I stay. I like this. Yeah, he's a kickboxer, so you can pass on some wisdom. See if he's a Trump supporter, whatever you want to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can care less. Don't mention me biting. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I know you like biting. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah, would make out with him. I think Biden. Yeah, no. You know what is funny? You like old guys, no? No, no, no. Maybe Trump, like an over the pants HJ. You know what is funny? The, like, the remember when when Trump was the president? Everybody was playing on the COVID nineteen. Like, you know, he got you done. Horrible. And now it's 10 times worse. And nobody even talk about Biden, about what is the solution? Well, so even that, Hector, we don't want to talk politics. Is it worse? Where you're in Florida, Hector, where we are, is it worse? It is not worse because everybody moved from another state to Florida. But what happened is that they have a political agenda with my government. And you know, you saw it already with Trump, what they did to Trump, and now they're doing it to him. Yeah, never ending. But Jonathan DeBella, right? Hey, guys, how are you? Can you What's going your, on, John? We, What's you, going on? Can you turn your phone sideways, or is it a lap, phone, right? Yeah, it's a phone. Welcome to Menace and the Man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Bare Knuckle Champion Hector Lombard, Stan the Man, Dennis the Menace. And now we're joined hey, by... Hey, guys, hi, everybody. Do you prefer Jonathan or John? Any, whatever you guys call John, Jonathan, whatever. So, Stan, let me tell you about the first time I laid eyes on John. Go for it. it uh, Squid from uh, fuck, what's his first name? The Squid. A- the Squid. Uh, Andrew. Andrew the Squid 
had me come do commentating for Glory, right? So before we set up, we were, were kind of walking through the back, and I see John, and he's in like uh like a like a white collared man's like khaki fucking down to your feet uh like trench coat something like khaki like fashionable khaki but if it was black and leather it'd be like an assassin's pull, I think pull a shotgun out of, out of his fucking jacket shoot up a school jacket before you know what I'm talking about what before a fight this is what before a fight this dude's looking like a like a model and which John you are a model correct I'm part of, I used to be used to be yeah so I'm full like, time fighter so whatever I'm like this kid's you know his hair was like real slicked over to the side I'm like this guy's kind of weird whatever so but Andrew's like dude that dude right there is an assassin I was like what like he doesn't have like big muscles whatever I'm like I don't so you know okay. who you just described to me is remember the guy from Grandma's Boy. Well, I I when I first saw him, I was thinking more of the guy from uh uh fuck the the three girls that are superheroes. I don't know the sister. They're all the sisters. Uh, fuck. We lost Hector. It might have been because we kept him out of the conversation. Anyways. He was the guy that would like steal the girl's hair and like smell it. Steal the girl's hair and smell it. That sounds so familiar. Drew it's not, some, wait, like it's not something I do in my personal life, it. but steal Drew Barrymore, Lucy Liu, and then uh, Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels. You know the, the bad guy in that? He was the dad from fucking Back to the Future. The bad guy in that. I don't know. All right. Yeah. What about him? He like grabbed the hair and like. I'm like, dude, John, I don't know, like, tall, skinny. And then I watched this guy fucking fight, and I was like, holy shit. This kid is, like, pinpoint, like, dude, I'm like, on the button. Like, it looks like he's shadow boxing, but he's fucking people up. I'm like, this kid is an assassin. And then I started following him, and I started following all of his fights. I'm like, dude, I, I'm in love with this kid. Like, not like that. <laughs> uh, so are you, you – so you you rep uh, Italy strong, right? Yeah. Are you off the boat or your dad is or my, – My grandparents, but we have – like, all my whole family is there. We have family there and everything, so we're close. We're close with uh, – And you speak Italian, correct? Yeah, of course. That was my first language. Yeah, um, raised Italian, I, speaks Italian. Yeah, yeah raised. Like, yeah. a lot of his pictures are, like, drinking, like – Awesome cappuccinos, <laughs> right? Your big cappuccino advocate, espresso. Espresso, yeah. Espresso. Now you have espresso every day, or yeah, every morning, twice a day. Well, and then what happened with modeling? Why were you modeling? You're not anymore. Um, it was it was a, it was like a small thing. It was like a it was like a phase kind of thing, but like. More, I grew up like I was born to fight. My dad was a little kickboxing world champion. I was right, born into that. Yeah, so I was continue fighting, and uh, I became professional, and I just took off with that. So real quick, because I've got two little boys. My youngest one's a little bit of an assassin. He's a little crazy. <laughs> uh, what are some things that your father did that you're like, dude? I want to be like my dad. Yeah, I, I, so he always took me to his fights when I was young. So he took me to New York, and always like 
grew up grew up watching him uh, fight and uh, defending his titles and everything. And I was there. He was bringing me in the ring after the fights, post fight interviews and everything. So I, was, I got the whole experience at a young age, you know. Man. At what yeah. age is this? Uh, I was like young. He bought me in like 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 one or two. Yeah. Oh, infant. My, yo, infant. Yeah, dude, Stan, you know what Max tells me? Like, Dad, I think you should get back in the UFC. I'm like... <laughs> Wait, Maddox said this? Swear to God, yeah. Well, they think maybe in the UFC I'll be able to buy Lamborghinis and shit. <laughs> like, Dad, when you were in the UFC and you were rich, like, could you buy a Lamborghini? I was like, yeah, and I just keep it going. Oh, so their <laughs> thing is when you were in the UFC, you, you used to be rich. Yeah, but I mean, the golf. What this guy said, man. Maybe I do one more. And I bring my kids to it. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it was cool. I think that would change. It would be life changing. I don't know. But the thing is, the reason why I never brought my kids in my fights because, like, I felt like it'd be an extra pressure for me. Like, what are they doing? I didn't want. That's them to like see. you hit Sean Shelby up, and you're like, Shelby, remember how I took every fight you gave me? I need a guarantee. I need one I could win. My kids are coming. My kids are coming to this one. So, John, when was the last fight? Um, last fight was December 2019. I was. That's what I was going to say. So, COVID, obviously, like everybody, yeah. had a big impact. I thought you had yeah. a fight recently. You have a fight coming up, or no? I was supposed. I was supposed to fight for one championship. I was signed with one championship, but now I'm uh, no longer kickboxing. I'm retired from kickboxing. I'm switching to MMA. Okay. That's what yeah. I'm gonna say. Wow. Yeah. And so now you have. Where are you training at? I'm training at my dad's gym. My dad's my head coach, and he's just bringing in uh, high level grapplers to uh, to uh, coach me in the grappling. Did Dude, you have come any... down the Long Island MMA. I'll, I'll roll with you. Come, I'll, I'll come for sure. Oh, that's okay. a great link up right there. Especially as Menace has all this wisdom that he can now pass on. But um. Sure. Have you ever had any experience in the grappling aspects of fighting uh, before? I did. I I was like on and off wrestling when I was a kid and everything. Then after the, the UFC took out the flyweight division, so I was like no longer interested in doing MMA. There was no MMA going off flyweights. So then after I just continued the kickboxing, fought for glory, did all the glory stuff, and um, then after got signed to one and uh, during the during the pandemic, and then after like uh, during the pandemic there was like no fights going on, and like I'm like it's gonna be if I. I'm 24 years old. Like, like if like I don't start my grappling now, I'm never going to do it. You know what I mean? So I didn't want to regret it, and I just decided to retire from kickboxing and focus on MMA. Well, I mean, could you do both? I uh, in one I could have, but I like I decided not to do it with any any of the one the one's organization with MMA. So I just like keep it in. Uh, I'll keep it in like in America because the traveling and everything to Asia is pretty like crazy right okay. now. Okay. So what about Bellator? They've got both. They don't have my the flyweight though. Well, you have a little loophole in your contract where you'll be able to get other offers yeah. for MMA. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what's the status right now? Do we have anything in the works? Or? Uh, we're so right now we're doing the grappling and uh, we're probably gonna uh, we're gonna fight for Lou, Lou Neglia's ring of combat. Uh, we have a great connection with Lou. My dad's uh, close with Lou Neglia, so we have a good connection with them, and he takes care of all my fights uh, since a young age. So. Uh, we're gonna probably fight for them in in February. Yeah, it's an okay. Italian so we are till February. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and Lou, historic promoter in combat sports, endless names. Yeah, one of the best. Yeah, I've partied with Lou a few times. He's a good guy. <laughs> He's crazy. 
And then even I've uh, gotten some of my friends' fights with Lou, so I've played the management negotiation role with Lou as well. So yeah, yeah. very uh, yeah, love-hate. He's the best. He's the best. But yes, legend in the game. So February is going to be an MMA fight, you said? I should. I should. It should be February if everything, like, the card stays. February is one. He's doing one in October, I believe. And I'll be ready for February for the grappling and everything. Oh, for sure. And I'm sure Lou. So we'll get a We'll get a few training sessions together, together, and I'll I will help corner you. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, man. Oh, so I'm now curious. you're in the corner. No, that's the guy you want. I'm sure you have that. You have a strong mental game from fighting. Dennis will get you ready to run through the fucking wall before you go out. <laughs> thank you. We'll talk it over with the head coach, and we'll uh, we'll talk it over. All right. Yeah. So, John DeBella. Man, that's pretty cool, dude. What that he's transitioning? I mean, what's what's I mean, what's what's the overall like? You think you make more money doing MMA, or just because no. you just can't get fights right now? You're like, fuck <laughs> this, I want to fight now. Yeah, just, I don't want to regret it. And like, I was always thinking about him. Everybody's asking, oh, when you? I was in Glory Keyboxing, and everybody's like, oh, when are you gonna fight UFC though? And I was always in the back of my head, you know, I'm like, I want to always want to try MMA fight. And uh, I'm like, let me just continue the kickboxing. Then since there's no uh, division at flyweight. I'm like, guys, like, it's hard to explain to people, like, oh, why are not doing UFC? Like, it's hard to explain to people that there's no division in my way. It's like, it's like hard to, so now there's the division is hot right now. So I'm like, like, I don't want to regret it in like 10 years, you know? How old are you? I'm 24. Okay. So 25, 35. I didn't even start doing, well, I, I didn't get into the UFC until I was 24. But yeah. even, uh. I started fighting MMA when I was 22. It's yeah. crazy, yeah. That division he- heated up real quick. Even when Cejudo but left, I couldn't strike like he can. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll, I'll have an advantage in the, in the division with the striking for sure. Like, sure. I'll for sure have an advantage with the striking. And, and it's, I had, yeah. I had, I until last year, I had the most takedowns in featherweight. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, we can, we can, we can work. I'll show you the shit that works for sure. Nice, for sure. Yeah, I'm working with a couple of guys. I'm working with a, uh, a wrestler from Iran. He's a, he was like apparently he beat the gold medal. What's the his gold name? Medal, so I just won. Um, his name is Mehdi. I'm not sure his last name. Mehdi. Yeah. Okay. If you search him up, Mehdi he, from Iran. He moved here. He's in Montreal now, and uh, he's uh, he's uh, working on my wrestling, and it's pretty good. He got I, he worked he got my, like in three months. And like I was working with another guy before, but now I'm, I've been working with him for three months, and like my wrestling is not. Another level. And now what? Yeah. You're in Canada? Yeah, Montreal. Born and raised, right? I'm born in Montreal, yeah. I'm, I'm raised in Montreal for sure, and I grew up fighting in New York all my life. I, I, thought, you lived in, I thought you lived in Astoria. No, no, I fought there. I fought in Astoria. Oh, I thought yeah. you lived in Astoria. Yeah. Yeah. Now, right now you live in Canada, up, right? I'll, I'll train yeah. with you. I'll, I'll come up, though. I'm always in New York, though. I'm always in New York. Okay. What's yeah. the current um, COVID status with Canada? Can you travel? Uh, we can travel, yeah. We can travel. Now Now you need a vaccine passport everywhere. But I think even New York. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta, yeah you got to like travel. It's hard. It's really hard. You have to take COVID tests and everything. really hard. Well, John, like, I, I York, live five to ten minutes away from Long MMA. And then I'm 50 minute train ride to Hendo Gracie's. You can stay at my house. Thank you. Thank you. 
That's a real offer. It's a real offer. It's a real offer. Yeah, yeah. And I have workout equipment. I have all these workout equipment. Nice. <laughs> so if you're like, Dennis, I'm booking a flight here. Bang. All right. Cool, man. Yeah. Cool. For sure. Cool. Oh, even that. I'm sure you've been around the New York scene, the training. Um, yeah. I saw it with the PFL interview recently. Someone asked Chris Wade that, and it's true. Geographically, how is Long Island such a hotbed for MMA talent? That it's this little geographical space, but it's getting all these guys that are producing in MMA. Dennis being one of them, Aljamain, Weidman, LaFleur, all these guys. So if you come here, you'll definitely get good work. For sure. My dad's good friends with Ray also, so it's perfect. Yes. Hey, you could also drive to Ray's. Yeah. Is is that is he long is it long is he long Allen MMA is he or no? no? Oh, okay, okay, okay. They I are about was so I'm like minutes, maybe. eight minutes away from Long MMA, and then Ray's gym was it maybe 30. what do they call it now Law Law yeah Law okay, MMA is like thirty five minutes away right okay, I get confu- I get confused with the names yeah yeah and then yeah. Sarah is thirty five minutes the other way. Right, which is in junction with them too. But yeah, good work. Yeah, you can go to a different gym every day and get some good work for sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So yeah, you also good friends with that. Definitely link that up, and John will definitely get you on a future episode. Menace has popped you up many times about someone he wanted to get on, so we'll definitely make you a regular. We'll get John again when you get a little close to the fight, or even that. Anytime you ever want to come on a show, we'll blow up one day. But he gets a text. Yeah, yeah, kick us a text sure. anytime you ever want Real a platform. Because we didn't fucking talk about this guy. Patty Pimblett. Yeah. What about him? What is this deal? Hang on. From a fucking assassin striker. John, what do you think about this fucking Patty the Batty? Uh yeah, I saw I saw a quick highlight of uh, of him on uh, Saturday. It was, it was Saturday. Hey, yeah. he's good. He's wild though. He's very wild. Very wild. Very wild, yeah. Like, anyone has shit, like, just bang. He just walked right into a straight one-two. Yeah. Here's that conversation, Menace. That guy, perfect example. Similar to Connor. I think he's a lesser skilled guy than Connor, but... I agree. They could could give him the next three, four perfect stylistic matchups where that guy's a fucking superstar in a couple fights. Superstar. Yeah, he... Yeah, I see. I see. Like his, his social media. Like apparently, he got a new his old account got hacked, and he got his new account, and it's like exploded. So like this guy's like for sure gonna be like like a next Connor or something. So John, if I'm gonna give you any advice, put on a heavy Italian accent when you do interviews and shit like that. <laughs> okay. Seriously, I don't know. And like a cocky attitude, right, Stan? I don't. Yeah. Italians need that MMA. Who, who's the big Italian right now? Marvin Vittori? Vittori. We, he, yeah, he's from the north, though. I'm from the south. So Vittori's from the north. We need we need Italian from the south. All right, well, John, yeah. let's do it. Because Sicily is on the south, right? Uh, yeah, I'm a bit north in Sicily. I'm near Naples, so I'm, Saver- I'm from Salerno. I'm near Na- Napoli, so it's not far. Yeah, keep talking like that, dude. You yeah, that's the way you got to do it. Yeah, I'm so glad I got to fucking hang out with you, dude. Next time you're Thanks. in New York, you let me know. You can sleep in my house. 
if you not, we'll get uh, espressos. And if you're, and even, we, we if you're dialed out, we'll get pizza. We or, usually do this longer, John. Tonight's a little shorter episode because Menace was hanging out with no. some Italians. He was hanging out with some Italians, getting some culture and some suits. He saw it. He saw it. I saw it. I saw the story. Yeah, I saw it. Where, yeah. where was that exactly? Where was that? The food or the the suits? The suits. The suits. SRG Fashions. You, when you're in New York, I will hook it up completely. SRG. I have my suits. I have a guy from uh, from from Italy that makes my hand my suits handmade. From these from guys my, are these guys are. I think the father's from Italy. Okay. I, okay. I think the whole family's from Italy. They. I believe. Okay. Cool. I believe you they might. Are, G-O-N? Yeah, I okay, think they... Okay, so the real deal. I, I, I meant to ask, but... Yeah, okay, I okay. Got, I, I'm pretty sure they were born in Italy. I might be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure they were born in Italy. Came nice. over here. The father did a business, family business. They took it over. Amazing suits. When you're in the New York area, definitely check them out. Cool, you'll cool. get in there. You'll start speaking some Italian with them. They'll be like, yeah, free, free, get out. <laughs> right? Reno and Gio are like as Italian as they get. Nice. Right? With their names, right? Are those Yeah, cool? for sure, yeah. Those names are Well their sure. names, those are abbreviations of a longer Italian name, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, G- oh, Giovanni 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 Gio's Giovanni, which John is in, in uh translation in, in Italian is Giovanni also. So but both my grandparents are Giovanni, so that's why I'm Jonathan, John. So that's why. Oh, I've seen what it. about it, Reno? It, is that short for something? Which one is it? Reno, I think it's R I G- uh, Gennarino. Gennarino. Uh-huh. Gennaro. Gennarino. And what does that translate to in English? Uh, I don't know. Reno? <laughs> <you're> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No. <laughs> but yeah, anytime we have Italian. Even that. Next time we'll on. do Italian culture with John DeBella and you'll give us some of the tips, the Americanized Italian right. culture tips. Yeah. All right, brother. Sure. It was good meeting you. Thanks, we'll, guys. We'll definitely have yeah, you on thank again you. soon. And, uh, no problem, man. Good luck with the training. Good luck with everything. Thank you, guys. See you, see you guys soon. See you soon in New York. Ciao. For sure. Ciao, man. Ciao. 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 Ciao means hello and goodbye in Italian menace. Really? Yeah. You didn't know this? No meaning. I thought we thought, I always thought it was uh, goodbye, but not even like ciao. Yeah, I guess no, it's like Charles. I thought Charles was like a high buy, like Charles. When I learned like, that, one, that was one of those really ones. Buy. When I was in Italian class, where they were like, "Give me seven words," you know, I'd be like, "Ciao, ciao," you know. That's two different meanings. That was one of those. <laughs> right. Would you put it on the like the first and the last answer? Yep. And then my teacher was like, "Always oh, like you're such a piece of shit. Get out of my class." But episode 120, everybody, make sure you go click that like, subscribe button if you made it this far into the episode. Yeah, click it. Touch it. But yeah, Menace, it was good seeing you. Likewise. Next time, uh, you're not going to be shoot sopping, so we'll have a little bit more. We also should we should invite him down to Florida. Who, Reno and Gio? Not, well, yeah, those guys too, but John. Oh, my God. Invite everybody to Florida. When are you coming to Florida is the question. No. You got to bring the lady. Oh, Actually, with that. you need to get me down there for business. And then the Menace goes so low. Oh, yeah. And then that's the real conversation for the next episode of Menace and the Man. We'll touch on it right now for 35 seconds. Real boobs, fake boobs. Oh, okay. 
Because I am in like the, I was going to say maybe it's LA, but it's got to be Miami. I am in the fake boob capital of the world where you can get that skinny girl who it's like, oh, you have like bee stings, but boom. And you know they're fake. You can look at them and they look like big fake tits, but you just went up a couple notches in my book. There's also like an age, right? There's an age thing with that. Here's the thing too. The rest of her body will age, but those are still going to look phenomenal. No, I get it. No, I'm saying with with real boobs and fake boobs. Fake boobs are always gonna be, but I'm, I'm even close. Yes, but I'm addressing. As they get older, they may sag a little bit, but they're gonna be pretty close to what they look like right then and there. Here's what's great about boobs: is there you go. Is it's an even endless conversation because even my brain was on the tip of like those skinny girls that have no boobs that get breast implants, and then it's like, oh, now you got boobs, and you're even hotter versus yeah but those there's no meat on you're like on a complete bag it doesn't matter i've seen which is better than a mosquito bite and those ones like we can just go this is a deep conversation now the same token on the same token those girls that got mosquito bites not saying this is what you want to do but in general let's say they get pregnant those suckers could get humongous but okay. I'm not into milk getting everywhere and all those. I, I don't even care about that. I was going to say their self-esteem issues and all those type of things are probably a little bit easier where you can get in there because. Yeah, I mean. You got them for a reason. You didn't get them because you're so confident and you feel great. You got them to feel better about yourself. Mm. So I know I just got to, I can yeah. chip away at that. I now, in terms of like putting your mouth on them and squeezing them, if I can really like hand pick I'm going with a real boob that sits like a fake boob you know what I'm saying it's like not going anywhere it's right there it's firm ish I thought I was a real boob guy but then I had a couple fake boobs where I was like okay now it's almost like the fake boobs are turning me on more than the real boobs yeah, because when I'm watching Triple uh, X videos, I tend to click on more fake boob videos than like natural boob videos. Unless those naturals are You know how you can just put your own spin on it? You got those fake boobs. You're such a slut that you wanted more guys and more eyes on you that you got those fake boobs. Now, hear me out, though. If I'm into it. I mean, you're in the eye. You're if you're in the a lot of eyes of males looking at you, where you can make money. It makes sense to get fake boobs, right? Like if you're a bartender, a stripper. I guess a fighter is becoming up there now, right? Um, or even like remember uh, the women's so, football football. Do you know what I support? I was Women's football. Do you remember that? So even here, it's the yeah, Women's football. These, do you remember that? It's still a thing. It's called the Lingerie Football League. Yeah. That, a lot of the girls got fake boobs. What else? You know, waitress can make money off fake. You know what I mean? It's just like some of them guys like, well, if I spend money on them. Even average girl, her numbers of the guys that are hitting on her or in her DMs or whatever you will call it are going to go up. It's just one of those things. We, I mean, we're programmed from me the and you, Me and you are not complete experts here. I think we need to have Ashley Evans on the show. 
And, well, that's, oh my God. So here's even a thing. The way we go, street fights. You been in any street fights? Okay. A- any guest. Any guest. Jessica Penne or any girl, even if you don't go. What do you, we got a real serious question for you. What do you think about like real boobs versus fake boobs? Which ones would you prefer? That's just going to be a new question for people, I think. I now, think ooh, we're the man and then street fights. What happened? And then street fights are good too. Oh no, street fights is going to stay, but I'm saying the, the, the real debate that's pondering a lot of the men in America and maybe some lesbians or bisexual women as well is real boobs. Can you boobs. put a poll on the story and see what we get from the fans? Yeah. Yeah, I think this is going to become a real thing because I was having the real dilemma in my head that I was like, that's a conversation with a lot of people, I think. Even if you'll get some people's quick quip on it and you'll get other people that break it down into like, well, actually, you know, yeah, I I was having that type of dilemma because I've encountered some fake boobs recently that I was like, this is... And you're... Because, I mean, I've seen fake boobs from like a distance where I'm like dude there's a lot of space in between there like well I call those clown tits when they're either fucked up surgery or they're just too big for the girl those are clown tits they're like clown shoes get the fuck out of here with your with your shit You, you, you bad doctor they didn't fit your body you went too big something but you get those girls even those ones that are skinny that you know their breast implants. That you know? get like a B. You're like, what? And you look at her and you're like, I know you were skinny. So I, they're clearly breast implants. I, I see what you did there. I like it. Like my lady, I didn't know she had breast implants until like I laid with her. And I was like. Yeah. Oh. That's a thing. Nice Some, sometimes they go with the, the good nice size job. or the right size. Yeah, nice job. You did good, kid. You did good, kid. Make me things. out a little bit. I like that. Yeah, so I saw some of those this week, last last weekend that I was like, I like that. With your mouth or from yeah, yeah, across the street? With, with, with my mouth. <laughs> with my mouth. And I was like, these are, I'm into these. Okay. Oh, just great conversations. We'll end it on this one too. <laughs> this is where we're ending it. I had one of those moments out of the club or a bar where, because we're the man show. We got to start talking about man shit on top of our MMA <laughs> stuff. Stalker glances, I call them. So this girl's looking at me, this girl's looking at me, and this girl threw me a vibe. So I'm like, oh shit, I kind of... I, I Which think, you probably wouldn't get if you had short hair, just FYI. No, okay. I've always... I'm tall. I'm not the worst looking guy. I'm, I, you know, I'm... I think your hair helps you, my friend. It might, bit. it might, but a good fade could help too. But, so I have a little thing, and I'm like, which one do I go for? Which one do I go for? And then... This is it happened to every guy probably. I waited too long. When you get a stalker glance, you got to capitalize immediately. Yeah. So I had too long in that wait, and then I didn't lose any of them. But I finally decided, like you know what, her, her. I'm gonna decide a pecking order. I'm gonna go for the one in the middle. I went for Did the you one in the middle. distance where you could have them all in the same. It was tough. It was tough. No, that, I'm saying if you got distance, you could have compared them all from like no. That's kind of this and then that. That's kind of exactly what I had. They weren't the same friend group. They were all different. But then I picked. I understand that, but you got okay. Continue. I had them close enough. I picked the one I was going to go for. Now, so how I picked her was I put her in the middle, and I went. She threw me the most vibes. Like she was the one who was like literally. Looking at me and like, cause club had sunglasses on, like was literally like eye fucking me. So I'm like, that's the girl I'm going for. 
I walk up to her and I'm like, hi, I'm Stanley. And she goes, and I go, oh, <laughs> like she sh- shooed me, nasty look and shooed me away. And I went like, what the, <laughs> every guy I'm sure has been there. So I went, what the fuck? Like, oh my God. And then I look and there's the number three girl watching me go up to this girl. And then I go, oh shit. And I start walking and there's the number one girl. And I'm like, they both just saw me get dissed by this girl. So I just fucking speed walk, speed walked it, beelined it to the bathroom and wound up being like, oh my God, what the fuck just happened there? Circled back out though and was able to let it mellow out and I was able to find another girl. But I just had this moment that I thought was one of the funniest stories that I could almost elaborate into. I want people's stories like that. Like, what do you do in that situation? What? Uh, is there, let's, you know how like uh, someone starts some shit with you and you're like, oh man, if I could go back in time, I would hit him with the uppercut and fucking. So what would the move have been? Go quicker. Go quicker. The second the glance happened, go. Well, no, like obviously she looked at you and you glanced at you. Well, no. is there a, a different way you could have approached it where you were not like a? Was she in front of her friends? Was it like? No, I think she kind of saw me. Just pr- she probably. Because I was all fucked up, hanging out for like twenty four hours straight. Like <laughs> how you walked up, you were like. She probably saw. I really walked up, you're like. Probably, yeah, but she no, she probably saw me processing. Like, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, because you're fucked up. You're like, yeah, hundred percent. Like, and then the one I picked, the one um, I picked out of this three was like nasty look and told me like pretty much get the fuck away and i didn't say (laughs) i didn't say anything the the look of nasty the nasty look she gave me and shooed me i just ran away i was like oh my god i don't even want to your pride just i would have been done for i wouldn't have shot another shot the whole night for sure no i actually shot some shots and some of those shots worked out i had a really good labor day and that's my problem and here's the best thing too is you have to be okay no, legend. Menace is, a, Menace is a legend. Like, Menace is a legend. What are you talking about? I do not do good with failure. Menace I'm a winner, and so if I think I'm kind of gonna maybe fail, it's like, mm. yeah. I'm also not very tall, dude. And in club scenes, the tall guy wins every time. Uh you got well, the personality though. It's worked. It's worked before. I've seen it. But. Yeah, but it's hard to get your personality out of there. It was like, boom, da, boom, da, boom, da, boom, and wait, boom. here's the best thing. How great of a Labor Day weekend that I had. I then put up a post on Monday, and I thought it was Memorial Day. So I put you up say a post. Memorial Day. It was Labor Day. I know. I put up a post at first and said, "Hope everyone had a good and safe Memorial Day." And I put up a memorial, a Memorial Day meme, and then someone commented, "It's actually Labor Day." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, all right, let me." Real quick, though. Real quick, yeah. But that's how fucked up I was. I party. I don't do drugs, man. As you know, this. I just was drinking alcohol, smoking weed. I was up for like thirty-six hours straight, just dancing, grinding on girls. Thanks. Yeah, but it was a lot of fun. Mm. Episode one twenty. Episode 120. It was good seeing you, Menace. All right, likewise. Well, see you later.